Welcome to the Sal Vetri Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome back to the channel and the podcast today. It is currently 5.27 a.m. East Coast time, and we have four games on this Thursday, December 12th slate in the NBA. Welcome to the channel and the podcast. If you are new, my name is Sal Vetri. I cover daily fantasy sports in the NFL, NBA, WNBA, and the MLB streets. There's NFL content going out on this channel or over on my exclusive content on Patreon almost every single day, pretty much every day, actually. And then there is, over here right now, this NBA breakdown video every single day on the YouTube channel with projections on the Patreon linked up down below if you are indeed interested. Before we get into the slate today, let me know in the comments. Leave your Twitter, leave a PayPal. You must be a subscriber to enter the contest. I'll announce the winner in tomorrow's Final Thoughts video for a $25 giveaway. Let me know who is your favorite play today below $6,000. Favorite play on the entire board. Point per dollar below 6000 who is the best value play. You can find me on my social medias linked up down below. And also, today's video is brought to you by Drafters.com. Drafters.com is online snake drafts. It takes away the salary caps. It's a different style of format. There's a listener league that I have set up for the NFL Week uh, 15 season. That is linked up down below. You can use the promo code SAL100 to get a 100% deposit match. You put fifty up to $50. You put $50 in, you get $50 back. You put $10 in, you get $10 back for free you just have to roll it over a couple of times to be able to take it out but there's a listener league down below if you want to join we had a couple of people in a 12 person listener league last week we got seven people in another league it was pretty cool so check out drafters linked up down below again promo code sal 100 sal 100 uh, for a chance to get a 100 percent deposit bonus up to 50 dollars. and you, you really don't get those types of deposit bonuses anywhere else in the industry you're lucky to get like a 15 to 20 percent deposit bonus so Let's get into the video. Appreciate it. Hit that subscribe button. You all rock. You all freaking rock. Five-star rating reviews on the audio version are appreciated as well. So, injury news. Starting in Dallas, DeLon Wright right now is questionable with an adductor. Jalen Brunson, Tim Hardaway Jr. would see more run. He is 3,900. Jamal Murray is questionable with a torso. Left after five minutes two nights ago. Will Barton went off in that game. He would be impacted in terms of seeing more shot attempts, uh, being able to take on more point guard responsibi- responsibilities. Gary Harris may be a little bit of a bump, but not much overall. It would really just be Will Barton and Monte Morris. Maybe Malik Beasley sees more rotational run. Paul Millsap also questionable with a foot. Jeremy Grant would be his direct replacement, as well as Mason Plumlee potentially seeing more run at the four in this game. Gordon Hayward left last night early with a nose injury, did not return. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart, they would all go back to seeing the normal roles that they had before Gordon Hayward came back a few nights ago. Marcus Smart missed the front end of the back-to-back. He's missed now uh, over a week straight, a couple weeks straight now with this eye injury. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brunson, Brad Wanamaker, those types of players would benefit against a tough Philadelphia team. And then Robert Williams again for Boston. So mainly just Boston and Denver injuries here. $3,000 today, questionable with a hip injury. Uh, he did not play in the front end of the back-to-back last night for Boston. And his canter, Grant Williams, Daniel Tice. That's it. That's all the injury news as of right now. It's a four-game slate. Based on this news, it seems like it's going to be pretty straightforward. The main news that we're just going to be waiting on is the Jamal Murray, Paul Millsap, Gordon Hayward news. Marcus Smart to an extent, but the fact that he didn't play last night, I don't think he's going to play. If I had to guess, Gordon Hayward's was a nose injury, a face injury. We'll see if that thing was broken or not, but on the front end of a back-to-back, it's it's usually unlikely that somebody plays when they have any sort of injuries that they have to get tests ran on or see a doctor. It's like unlikely they play the next day. So we'll see what happens with Hayward, especially since he's just coming off the injury um, report since two games ago so uh, target offense sheet now it's an easy one but we don't have two of these totals so it's somewhat difficult to kind of get through but 
Um, what you have right now is Dallas standing out, as they usually will, as the highest total team. I imagine that that holds up since the other teams are Portland and Denver and San Antonio and Cleveland, a 112.75 team implied total. But it's not a good matchup for Dallas against Detroit. Detroit has been good. Detroit this season is playing at a slower pace than Dallas, and Dallas already is not playing at a fast pace. So a decent pace down spot for Dallas. They're going to have tough matchups everywhere they look today. Kristoff's uh, price point's coming down. He's been playing extremely poorly. I have slight interest in him. I think he made the early interest, but uh, honestly, he's towards the bottom of that barrel uh, of the list. Luka, always going to be in play, especially on a slate where the drop-off from Luka to the next most expensive player is Andre Drummond, where uh, that next most expensive player might be hitting 50 points, where Luka can be hitting 70 tonight. So there's always going to be interest in that type of a guy uh, where you just need the pure points on a four-game slate. Either way, though, Luka would be a priority for me tonight. On the opposite side of this against Detroit, Blake Griffin still priced in that $6,700 range. He seems okay, not really a priority. Drummond is a guy I have interest in, going to go up against Maxi Kleber, Dwight Powell. Also, Kristoff Porzingis to an extent, although that would be mainly Blake Griffin's matchup. It's really difficult to uh, want to prioritize Drummond when he's similarly priced to in, in $100 more than Joel Embiid, $600 more than Nikola Jokic, and although Drummond's matchup it's probably the best out of all those. Potentially, Jokic is having a better one. Uh, Drummond's probably is the best for his skill set against Powell and Kleber. It probably, without a doubt, is. Um, it's is it enough for me to say, well, Drummond's going to drop 55 today, and I don't think Jokic can do that, and I don't think Embiid can do that for cheaper and maybe lower ownership. So, no, he, he's going to be somebody I have interest in, but just not an overall priority. Boston and Philadelphia, really nothing stands out all that much on the Boston side outside of if Gordon Hayward sits today, I have interest in Jalen Brown. His price point has dropped because Gordon Hayward has come back. He's $6,600 now. Even if Marcus Smart returns, I still have interest in Brown. Jason Tatum is 7100 The issue is you're facing ball, Cleveland. We're facing Philadelphia, and this matchup is just going to be brutal defensively for both teams, indicated by both teams over under. 105.75 team total for Boston, only a 104.75 for Philadelphia. They're one-point underdogs against Boston. This is a fantastic real-life game. It is about three possessions below the league average in pace this year, so definitely a pace-down spot for both teams. Philadelphia is going to be losing about two possessions in this game, whereas Boston is going to be losing around one. So it's just a, a, a sort of gross spot here. I think that um, for Philadelphia, Embiid is just the, the without a doubt play that I want to get to. Horford is cheaper now in the 5K range, so I think it'll spike his ownership. But look, just because he's 5,900 instead of 6,100 does not make him all of a sudden the best play in the slate. And I think people are going to gravitate towards him because anytime Al Horford hits the 5K range, similar to anytime LaMarcus Aldridge hits the 6K range, these players get picked up at a high chunk. This matchup is good against Boston, without a doubt. It is not great. And Al Horford, his rebounding rate next to Joel Embiid is pitiful. It is the lowest in his career. That is not good. And there's a reason why. It's because he's standing next to Joel Embiid. So you're not going to get a, good, a lot of fantasy points when you're not picking up rebounds. You don't have the double-double upside. And you rely a lot on your mid-range shooting, which Al Horford does. And in this matchup, mid-range shooting might not be the best-case scenario for him. So Joel Embiid is the thing that stands out here. More of a priority for me over Drummond. Might even be more of a priority for me at that $9,500 tag over Luka, believe it or not, just because of the $2,000 savings. Nothing else in Philadelphia. I think they're all fairly priced unless there's some sort of injury. Boston, you can play around with the centers if you want, but that's a nightmarish matchup against um, Embiid and in Horford if you're trying to get to Cantor or the 24-minute night, 25-minute night, you might get out of Tice. For Boston, it's really just Jalen Brown for me. We'll see what happens with the rest of those injuries. And if Gordon Hayward is in today, not a lot stands out. I would still have interest in Jalen Brown, but not as much. Cleveland and San Antonio. Cleveland's playing on the second night of a back-to-back. Finally, Kevin Love played more than 28, 30 minutes because of a blowout. 32 minutes last night. Justin Thompson was able to play 34. I still like Thompson tonight. 34 minutes last night. He's 6,100. I don't love him. Love him. He's more of a cash-type play for me. You know you're going to get your 32 minutes out of him on most nights, sparing any foul trouble. 
or injury 32 minutes out of him at the center with his rebounding rates this year usually is around that 30 points in production that you're looking for 5x or so if you're somebody who looks for that in your cash games uh, but for the rest of Cleveland not much Seti Osman last night just an absolute dumpster fire did not come back into the game uh, luckily did not have any but don't want to go back there. I do think Jordan Clarkson at 4,400 on this type of a slate is interesting. We've seen him get the minutes the last two nights. It's a tougher matchup tonight, but if you give me 24, even just 24, he's playing 26 and 29 the last two games as 10-point underdogs here. Um, if you give me any sort of decent run out of Jordan Clarkson, he's sort of blowout matchup proof in that regard that he'll still stay in the game in the fourth quarter late. At 4,400, I think he's a nice value play. Really, Cleveland, my priorities are not much of a priority. They're all secondary interests. Jordan Clarkson, uh, and then I'll go to Tristan Thompson. Probably not going to chase back Kevin Love today. Tougher matchup. 10-point underdogs. This team, you, you have to just juice their minutes down. Like Kevin Love, usually I'll project him for 30 to 32. Today, I'll probably project him for 28, right? It's just tough because this team's going, and when they're 10-point underdogs, they're going to get blown out way more times than not. Um, if they stay close in a game, yeah, he'll play two or four more minutes. That's happening once out of every seven games, eight games. So I'm not just looking at this and just saying that, oh, this is a 10-point spread here. No, this is the Cleveland team that is losing on average by a margin of more than 10. So it's disgusting on the San Antonio side. DeJounte Murray played 32 minutes last time out. I love him. Greg Popovich said that his minutes limit is, is going to be waned off, and then he goes and plays 32 minutes last time out. Have to love that. His price point has not reflected the fact that this guy is going to play that many minutes. I think he's still below 6K. He might be one of the best plays on the slate for the ceiling this guy has on him. That's greatly going to impact the rates of um, the guys around him, without a doubt. Uh, it's going to impact DeMar DeRozan. It'll even trickle probably down to Aldridge's rebounding rate a little bit. Uh, but yeah, I like DeJounte Murray the most. He's he's one of my favorite plays in this four-game slate. Marcus Aldridge at 7K against Cleveland. Tougher rebounding spot, but I also like that uh, for him. So I like Murray the most, and then um, Aldridge from this team. After that, everybody's just really not interesting at their price points. Denver and Portland like a lot of Denver here. So we're going to have to see what happens with Jamal Murray and Paul Millsap. If Murray was to miss, then you get Will Barton in the 6K range. That is a fantastic play. Going to take on point guard responsibilities and a lot more usage. Monty Morris might even start at point guard. Monty Morris here I ended up playing 31 minutes in replace of Jamal Murray. I would expect him to start at point guard. He would have a good matchup today against Portland. And then you have uh, Nikola Jokic at $9,000 today. He would probably come in behind Joel Embiid and maybe even behind Andre Drummond for me once I do the projections. I'll link the projections up below this or above this right now. They're already linked up down below. If you're interested, you can click that link right up there and I'll just open a new browser. You can check out what they are, the projections for the NBA player projections. They'll probably be out today um, around 2 or 3 o'clock in the afternoon, maybe even earlier since it's only four games. But yeah, um, Jokic is he's not as much of a priority as... Uh, Embiid for me, depending on ownership, maybe he gets to become more of a priority. But my priorities from this team are if Jamal Murray's out, Will Barton, Monty Morris. Those two guys. If Paul Millsap is out, if Jeremy Grant starts, he becomes more of a priority for me at the price points. Mason Publi would become more in play on the Portland side of this. Damian Lillard is just fairly priced. Like the matchup gets easier for him if there's no Jamal Murray today, without a doubt. Uh, but still, Gary Harris is out there, a pretty good, a really good defender. Will Barton out there. And then obviously, the bigs for Denver are all good defenders. So. It's still a tough matchup for uh, at least getting to the rim, Damian Lillard, which really hurts his upside at 8,500. If he's lower owned, maybe you get some, but right now I don't have as much interest. This Portland team, Kent Bazemore is going to start in the place um, of the injured Rodney Hood. I believe it was an Achilles rupture, um, Achilles tear, something like that. But then you have Mario Hozonia came off the bench, played more than 10 minutes for the first time in a month. 
he played well, but I think he only played 20 minutes, so I don't really know what they're doing with a three. At 4,800, Kent Bazemore, even if you told me he played 25, 26 minutes, that's good on a four-game slate, surely. If it's owned at all, I don't want any of it. I think Hassan Whiteside at $8,100 is interesting. Toughest matchup he will have seen in a while now, but he's just been so, so consistent. If Millsap is out, I would like Whiteside a little bit more, but not a priority. Carmelo Anthony at this price point in this matchup, again, not a priority. Nothing here for Portland stands out. Anthony Simons, you have the last couple of nights getting more minutes, mainly because of no Rodney Hood. That helps a little bit, right? So maybe Anthony Simons as a value play, but Portland, it's just brutal matchups all across the board. It gets a little bit better if there's no Millsap and no Murray. Uh, so then maybe I'll have some more interest and you could reflect and see that in the projections later today. Here's my early interest. I'll just read them off for the people on the podcast listening on the audio version. Be sure right now, again, leave your comment down below. Who's your favorite play below 6K today? Do let me know that. And also, you have to be a subscriber to enter into that contest. Let me just filter this by um, highest to lowest salary instead of lowest to highest. <clears throat> Luka Doncic up top. And look, it's the four most expensive players. And you're going to say, oh, you're really going to get all of them. I'm going to get all of them in the order of, as of right now, if I had to guess how this turned out for me, um, Let's just say I would get all these guys in the order of, I'll say loosely right now, Luka, Embiid, Drummond, and Jokic, but there's a real chance it turns into Embiid, Luka, so just flip those top two guys. I think all four of them are in play today without a doubt, and I think if you play this rightly, you might, rightly, if you play this right, you might even be able to get two of them. Uh, Dropping down now, it's a $2,000 drop, and this is why you might be able to get two of them. Maybe there's no extreme value, although that can easily open up in Denver based on the injury for Murray and Millsap. The drop off from the top end plays $9,000 range and then Luke at 11.4 for interest to me is in the 7K range and quickly the 6K range. So it's easy to become more balanced. All just at 7K, not a priority play for me. So maybe I don't even get there, but you're going to get 34 minutes out of a guy with a 23% usage rate. Rebounding rate has dropped a little bit, but it's still stabilizing and slowly coming back up. Jalen Brown, I like him a lot more. If there is no Gordon Hayward, like I said, shooting guard small forward is just hard to pass up. And if there's no Hayward, his point per minute production goes back up over one minute. Uh, and at 34, 35 minutes that he would play, it's really appealing, especially because he would move back down to the three, I would imagine, especially if Marcus Smart comes in. Um, and also, you have to keep an eye on this because if Marcus Smart does start today and um, you get Gordon Hayward playing and starting, there's a really good chance that you get Jalen Brown back to the bench. They just have to do that at that point unless they started Gordon Hayward at the five. So then if that's actually the case, disregard everything that I'm saying right now. Do not play Jalen Brown if he's coming off the bench today. Christoph Porzingis at 64, one of the guys I have the least interest in out of this. He's, his price point is just dropping in sun. He's been playing very poorly. He has a tough matchup in terms of rebounding. Uh, he's he's a guy that I really just don't even want on here the more that I think about it. He's probably out of these names that I have 16 on here, 17. He'd be like the last guy on this list that I have interest in. Will Barton at 63, love him today. He's going to be in a ton of my lineups, might be in my main lineup if indeed we get no Jamal Murray. That's the biggest thing. Even if Murray's in, I still like Will Barton at 6,300 on a small slate. He just has a high ceiling and stable production this season. Maybe so far the best start to his season that he's had ever. Uh, so 6,300, I do like Will Barton. Tristan Thompson, just a very safey, cashier type play at 6,100. Al Horford is kind of in that boat with Christoph Porzingis for me at 5,900. It's a tougher matchup for him. It's not a spot where I'm not going to follow the ownership if it's there. If Al Horford is average owned, then I'm, I'm fine with it. If he's unowned, then I'm really fine with it. If $5,900 Al Horford is going over owned because of the fact that he's 5900 and not 6100 and people think the $200 savings is worth the extra 25% ownership and he's coming in like 40% owned on this slate today, then I'll have no interest. DeJounte Murray might be the best play on the slate at 5600 if indeed this 32 minutes and this no minutes limit, which it seems like that, especially now coming off of a couple nights rest, is going to be in play. If you give me 32 minutes out of th- or 32 minutes out of even 30 minutes out of $5,600 DeJounte Murray, even 28 against Cleveland today, it's a smash play in my opinion. The guy has over a 23% usage rate this year. 
He's doing everything for a guard. He's up there in rebounding rate, similar to the rates that Lonzo puts up. 5,600, probably my favorite play in the slate. Tim Hardaway Jr. at 5,200 for Dallas. He's probably my second favorite Maverick today behind Luka Dantich. He's just going to get a lot of minutes today. The matchup is not great for him, but at least he's shooting guard, small forward eligible. I don't think there's any way in hell that I play a Tim Hardaway Jr. over Shante Murray, though, today. Jordan Clarkson dropping down to the 4K range. Seems like fine value. Playing the minutes the last couple of nights, sort of blowout proof there. Shooting guard, small forward eligible, tougher matchup. Um, probably get better value cheaper, but you have to wait on this injury news. And the better value that's below here. So Anthony Simons at 3,900. Probably not a guy I would touch with a 10-foot pole if we get any value from Denver. If Paul Millsap and Jamal Murray are in today, well, then you got no value and you're just searching for it. That's where I would probably prefer Jordan Clarkson at that point. And then you're just trying to throw darts at Anthony Simons. Langston Galloway from Detroit at 3,700. You're throwing darts that he plays 21 to 22 minutes today and gets you 18 to 20 fantasy points. I really don't want to do that. So my, my hope today is that Monty Morris opens up and or Jeremy Grant open up. Both of them 3,900 for Denver. Monty Morris played 31 minutes in the last game out when Jamal Murray left after the first five minutes of the game. Uh, Jeremy Graham has been the primary backup and even has played more minutes in a good chunk of the games this year than Paul Millsap, depending on uh, the game flow and the situation and the size of the uh, defenders against them and the opposing team, the opposition. So uh, right now, this is where I'm at. This is 17 players. Monty Morris would become probably the best value, pure, pure value play on the slate if Jamal Murray was out. Uh, if Jamal Murray was in and Paul Millsap was out, Jeremy Graham Jeremy Grant would probably become the best pure value play in the slate. That is where I'm at right now. I think DeJounte Murray is the best play in the slate. I think Luka and Embiid are the best payup options. Hopefully this video helps you. Again, hit that subscribe button. It helps me out a ton growing. We're almost, we're like less than 200 away from 17,000 subscribers. I would love, love, love to get there and crush through that and get towards 18,000 by Christmas. I appreciate everybody's support here. Heading into the fantasy playoff for the NFL. We'll have some more NFL videos starting tomorrow. Thank you all so much. I really do appreciate it. My name is Sal Vetri. I appreciate you tuning in. Hit the subscribe button before you go. Check out my social medias. And again, linked up down below is my Patreon MBA projections. You can check those out if you have any questions. Reach out to me. Peace out, gang. I hope you enjoyed that podcast. And before you go, if I can get you to subscribe and follow the podcast, download a few if you wish. But if you enjoyed this podcast, if you could please subscribe. Helps me out. Helps support it. So thank you so much. And I will see you in the next one.